0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Flight 00H-090,
1: ready for takeoff. That's a massive
0: deal.
2: You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you locked into the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast, featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yaf, and Steven. You London Go. boys are
0: crazy. <laughs> and it's live. Is oh it really? good? Have you checked so, your, wait, you checked your so, levels, Stephen? <laughs>
2: Check my what? Huh? Have you checked hey, your levels? Shout out to Irini. Yeah, uh, shout
0: out Irini one time, man. What Pick levels? Big out of you? homie. Where? Your audio Damn, levels, my G. Let magic. me
2: show you the team so nobody can come after me. You know? Stephen's no, currently so, showing his screen. Uh, no,
3: bro, I don't want to be... Hey, don't want to be what? You don't want to be... We've won awards, bro. We should know how to be... We should know how to be... know how to be like proficient in look, sound look, right now.
2: Look, young man you look can at you, the thing? Can you zoom in, please? So can I wait, zoom
1: in? Quick. Okay, we're good, we're good, we're good. Hold on. Should we provide a bit of context? Why are we having this conversation? What happened, guys?
3: Because I um I went away welcome last back, week. Welcome back, Kwame. Thank, Thank you, welcome you very much. much. Welcome back. You. I went away last week, and then I was very excited to hear the episode. And Kieran was doing his ting editing, and then Kieran dropped a bombshell in the group chat. Stephen, I don't think you're recording with the mic. <laughs> dun dun
1: dun.
3: <laughs> I was
1: like, oh, bro, I yeah, had to control it, man. Do you know what's the I was so upset because it was such a good all episode, of it, bro. Do you
0: know what's the funny thing about all of it? First of all, it was the second time in asking for a recording anyway. And secondly, <laughs>
2: Stephen was holding that mic the whole episode. <laughs> Grip Grips in the thing. That's why I switched to the other one today because my my hand hasn't recovered from.
3: <laughs> so the hand hasn't recovered? Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's sharp. I like that a lot.
0: That's really tight. Oh, God. I like that. Oh, man. You know what? I, when I was recording... When I was... um, I downloaded the file, yeah? And I put it into... Garrett, like, into into Logic to do it. And I was like... There was no Logic, fam. Trust me. Do you know what? Do you know what, yeah? We we all had headphones as well, so it wasn't even going to be a hard, like, edit or nothing. It's just one of them ones you slap all the things together and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, it's going to sound crispy. So then I st- I, I was listening... I was like, why does Steven sound like he's so far away from his mic? I know he was holding it when we was recording. And then it dawned on me. Stephen was talking into his laptop the whole fucking episode, bruv.
1: <laughs> Man like laptop
0: Landry fam. <laughs> Stephen,
1: while you are on record, is there anything you'd like to say? Apologize uh, to our fans, bruv.
2: <laughs> no, I, w- I want to apologize. So I'm unbeknownst to the fans, so the previous um eight something episode, I've been using a piece of equipment called a mixer that I'm very accustomed to. Um, oh, is he doing I just that? Kwame Qu- gave me a bit of equipment. Um, the, li- the relevant lights were on, right. but apparently it wasn't working, so... brother, you used that the equipment the week before? Yeah, yes, you did. Yeah, I know, I know, hey,
0: Stephen, I beg you stop... I beg you stop sharing your screen, please. I, I can't just, be over to look it out. I can just, see just, it, man. Can we, Turn can down we your leave- game a little bit as well.
2: Oh yeah, bro! Stop sharing. Your, I just realized. Can we just leave it on so that we can live monitor the situation. No, I'm stopping. I'm stopping sharing as of three minutes in. The man them have agreed that my vocals are good. Whatever happens from this point is in the Lord's hands. Hey, Kieran.
0: Yo, my what god. What are we listening to? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast, a show brought to you by four and is capturing and sharing stories of inspiring people while sharing our own best podcast. On your airways, your favorite podcast. With your roads. guys, with your guys, on the roads as well, with your guys, Karen, Kwame, Stephen, and Yaf. We're here, man. Mark one. What's everyone saying? Bruv, I just clocked
1: you as I've seen that t shirt that you're wearing. Yeah, here.
2: it's very wavy.
1: Stephen, where is my where is my stuff
2: I Acting like I haven't just been seven days and back in the country. I think, have I even seen you yet? where is my stuff <laughs> I, I was asking where is your stuff my like, DHL have you even seen me where was the last time you saw me
1: where is my stuff fam? Like, DHL. man's withholding my Withhold- man, like DHL Deji, fam trust me <laughs>
2: like, man, man has even come to my doorstep to catch up see, see how I am his man's asking for a postal door to door service fam <laughs> I, 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 might, I might move like a chick That's been wronged, and just burn your clothes In the streets right now
0: bro. Wow Is that what yeah. you're on bro Whoa <laughs> Is that what you're on Mad Adele, energy Steve yes. I think Five Steve is rate. still Holding it from last week Still I think he's still angry About his vocals <laughs>
2: <laughs> my, um, my. No
1: but how are you lot though man What's going on him? Blessed
0: man Blessed and highly favoured You know what it is already What's well,
2: going? on um, I'm good <laughs> I'm good Yeah I'm good you sure? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm good. I guess so.
3: You're so... You, but, you know you tell you love the game? I think, like, Stephen loves he, the game yeah, about being this nice, seemingly okay individual. You're like, yeah, my week was okay. Like, bro, you're
2: okay, you're, you're good, Stephen. You're yeah, good. Okay is good. Like, <laughs> good is okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> Set the levels. Set the levels. But I want to know, actually, mm. um, so we do this weekly, and I guess it's time to ask... What made them and them smile this week?
1: No, 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 hold on. Stephen, Stephen, let's do this, yeah. (laughs) Last
3: week. You love a
2: new segment, fam.
1: Hold on, hold
3: on, hold on. Bear with me. me. (laughs) Anyone that didn't hear my laughter, my shriekish laughter last
1: week, I'm back. (sighs) (laughs) We missed you, bro. Stephen, you you so excellently introduced the show last week. If you were to introduce what made you smile to a potential new listener... In the best way possible, how would you introduce this segment that's about to
2: occur? Well, this segment was provided by probably one of the happiest, most cheerful uh, people on the pod, <laughs> myself. Um, and it was just used as a moment to reflect during the week. We all live very hard lives, you know, life can pass us by. Sometimes we feel like the world's against us. But if we stop to smell the roses and really ask ourselves, what has made us smile this week? I think you'd find you have a lot to be thankful for. And that's what we and that's what we do at the album podcast. We take time to reflect respectfully on the blessings that have happened in the week, to start off the pod right, you know, to kind of be cleanse all of the worldly clutter and step into a realm of glory. And that's what we're gonna to do today. You are a youth pastor in waiting, really you He really is. You're amazing, bro. You're Raised amazing. in the
0: church, bro. bro. That's the D
2: the clutter. Raised in the church,
3: bro. <laughs> hey, preach brother Stephen, damn. man. God damn.
0: <laughs> He's back.
3: He's back. <laughs> Last Sweet. week. But the sermon. Stephen... sermon Steve, bro.
1: He described his podcast as an audio orgasm. <laughs> yeah, bro. He might, he might have even said eargasm knowing Stephen, bro. I, I, I think that did come out at one point.
0: <laughs> Maybe the first time we asked you to record. <laughs> what, what?
3: What are the? Oh, <laughs> uh, good vibes. And you know what's crazy? my la- like, my la- like two
2: takes me... is my rap name, fam. <laughs> two takes, <laughs> you know what, two takes.
1: <laughs> we still couldn't get it right, Joe. Man,
2: yeah, trust me. But uh,
3: guys, please yeah. ask that question. Yeah, we think. are entering. This is episode night is isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's oh. hey. That's mad. What are we giving ourselves a round of applause for that one? Yeah, fuck yeah, it. We yeah, should, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well done, boys. Well done, boys. We've gone past certain man's uh, <laughs> uh, year date and then. yeah, exactly 90
2: episodes, bro. Yeah. That's crazy,
0: you know. Can this episode just be called, called... Can
2: just be called Total 90? Can it just be called Total 90? Oh, I like it. I like it. Look at him redeeming himself already. I love it, man. He's trying, bro. He's trying. Um.
3: Shout, um, yeah, Kieran, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, big man.
0: Bruh. What made you smile last week, brother? Um, do you know what? Last week I was on um, I was on uh, quarantine because obviously I just come back from Amsterdam, so there wasn't much that I was doing. To be fair, I was just in the house, but um, by day five, obviously had my um, test to release, came back negative. And um, what's been making me smile? Really, just spending time with a family. I took my mum out. We had some food, so, which was really nice. We've just been catching up and stuff. Haven't really had, haven't done that for a bit. So we just went out, spoke, had a, a really good dinner. Um, caught up about some things that we haven't really spoken about in a while. Um, I went out this weekend as well. Um, saw saw uh, Amar, uh, saw um, Amy, saw Jazz, their house housewarming, which was really nice. Uh, went out to uh, rave this weekend as well, on Saturday, which was cool. And on Sunday, went to, um, a exhibition by a man called James Borman. I hope I said that right. He is a um, Ghanaian photographer who um, basically introduced, um, colour photography to Ghana in the 50s and 60s. And, um... That's a wave. Yeah, he, he came up during a time of like when like. Ghanaians were coming to the UK, when UK was changing, becoming a much more multicultural city. And it just documents some of his photos. There's some photos from, um, he took some photos of Muhammad Ali. Some of them are incredible. There's some st- there's like so much stuff that he's seen or that he captures in his photography that you don't necessarily see um, from the black community. So it was really nice to, to, to walk around and do it. I was at the Serpentine. But it was raining so much. On the weekend, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was probably a perfect thing to do, to be fair. But yeah, man, that's what made me smile, really. Just like taking some time out to do things that I like, spending time with the family. Um, but yeah, I'm going to kick it back to Amsterdam. I'm going to ask Brother Steve. Look at him, look at me. <laughs> what made you smile, bro? I asked you because I could see you already. You were going for your notes, is not it? I
2: was going, for the, going for the calendar, mate. The, the Gregorian calendar. Um, what made me smile? <laughs> the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> Goodness me! Are you a my <laughs> fan? What's the matter with you? <laughs> um, what made me smile? Um,
0: James Barnor. James Barnor. Sorry, I got the yeah. names wrong. Okay, there we go. Thank you.
2: Yeah, uh, I had victory over one of my ops. So um, I got. Wow. Yeah. So. I um,
3: think uh, it's on top, boyfriend.
2: Yeah, no, so Yes. Or playing Duty. They ran me back my peas from that fraudulent uh test to release system that they had me doing in the UK. So like I oh, did yeah. <laughs> I did this um test to release. We had to prepay off the government website, by the way, Boris Pagan. Had to do it off the website. So before I touched down, I've already paid. These men sent me my tests, but five weeks later I could not see no results. So I called up um Santander yeah that's the name of the bank yeah Santander formerly known as Abbey National uh, called them up and said look you need to run me my peas as a Nigerian I recognize 419 and this is a scam respectfully so then they replied that I had to come up with evidence and I had time I had time evidence all my days I made a deck worth of evidence taking (laughs) I call me I was a mixture of Harvey Specter and Mike Ross fam we went in. De- making Deji. Fam, the brief... W- is that from Suits? Yeah.
3: yeah. You haven't yeah, watched yeah, yeah. it don't, before? I don't want shows show that um, the script is so weak they focus too much on steps. Right.
2: You really haven't watched it then, watch you? you? really
3: haven't watched Suits, bro. sounds like power, it, that bro. That, that sounds like, that like
1: power. That that also that like Game of Thrones. This guy's coming with some wild <laughs> shit. Game of Thrones
2: is wavy,
0: bruv. What, so, what the
2: hell? Kami's Kle, looking at that bootleg version from fam. <laughs> so when we get over here... Yeah, bruv,
0: don't worry about me. Kwame likes weird, weird shows anyway, wish. man.
3: Weird shows, bro. Weird shows cl- bro. The clip was funny, bro. The man trying to bring a monkey to the airport, Oh, my bro.
0: God. Klemmen, <laughs> sorry the to der- derail your thing, yeah, Stephen. Kwame sent me this... this... this flipping video on IG of this guy all he had was his face to camera, and he's trying to talk to his airport security as to why he has a monkey in his suitcase, bruv. It was dead. <laughs> it wasn't funny at all. But Kwame found it yeah, bro, hilarious. It was, so, bruv. it was so ridiculous. It was bro. not funny at all, bruv. Bro, I, was like, I said, don't get it, bro. He
3: said, "He said this is the best way to put it to sleep manually, fam." <laughs> <laughs> like
2: it's a fucking, like it's a fucking 13-inch Apple screen, fam. Don't get it. Uh, Anyway, 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 Stephen, sorry, sorry, as you were, as you were. So I went uh, Mike Ross and Harvey Specter on them. A dossier of evidence, a deluge (laughs) of evidence, rained down upon their head tops. I had Twitter screen grabs from everybody complaining. I had, I went so far back into the system and to the point where something they were like, you know what? Yeah, you're getting that money back. (laughs) Paid, (laughs) paid in full. So that <laughs> money, Mitch, and A. What up, hey. hey. A? <laughs> Must have paid in full. So, but but Stephen, I, I wouldn't say they were your ops, but never mind. They are my ops, fam. They tried to take my money, and they didn't want to. Those aren't they gave your ops, fam. No sir. test or no release, fam. I had to do that.
3: Well, you, you're you're released back in Amsterdam, so we, we 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 definitely give thanks to that.
2: Couldn't be held back, but um, they've given me my money back. Um, I don't. Yeah, um financial blessings have just been uh, following me this week so it's been a fruitful family over here um outside of that
0: we, t- we give thanks
2: we give thanks you yeah. still don't you still don't want to run me mounting with all these lessons <laughs> uh? <Cool>. yeah <laughs> i, I I've got to
0: send you an invoice to be thirsty oh I've
2: got money coming, <laughs> oh, got money coming. <laughs> hey you got you money to out, bro. Huh? Uh, me an from? invoice is when you're losing money <laughs> <laughs> nah, but but in my yeah, in, in, and, and in uh, my also, world, invoice is it out or in? It's coming in, so that's money coming in, isn't it?
0: I'm sending you an invoice,
2: bro. <laughs> for oh. Senior director, insurance. Oh, oh, for that one. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. My my um, Fabian's out of the office now, but he'll take care of that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so we've got an outgoing, which is new. So maybe uh, this is what happens when you declare your. Financial blessings. By the time I finish this episode, <laughs> it's going to be like, on <laughs> I did a Mayfair. you be doing the right, bro. Bye. I going to get CCJs, bro. Bailiff <laughs> at the door. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. I have to sell everything in shot right here. So um, that happened. <laughs> and then um, linking up with Anna, we actually played an impromptu pickup game of basketball. Um, which is sick? Impromptu, bro. <laughs> impromptu, In- In- yes.
3: you little youth <laughs> bastard, Tell the truth, fam. We told you the colourful <laughs> words.
2: <laughs>
3: impromptu, impromptu is so far from the truth, but please. Can that look like a
0: pretty, pretty <laughs> astute set, fam? Looks like you knew bro, what you were bro. doing. He was probably like, yo, Anna, I need to take some content. Come, uh, follow me to shoot imp- some improm- hoops.
2: <laughs> Just, call me off guard. Just call me off guard. I was like, oh a hooping alright no problem and then um... wearing wearing like Jordan Freeze Wait, uh, that's why you know it's impromptu I would never be wearing Jordan Freeze to play basketball you know what I mean look no, you weren't playing you act like you were playing for like the the, the aesthetic fam, I'm guessing Jimmy Buckets out
3: there fam. it was raining raining them down well I want to say something live on air yeah. no, I won't
2: say it never no, mind say it I love you Stephen say it say it <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, that that made me um, smile this week. And then I'll pass it over to um, Kwame, who's had a lot to say for himself today. So, hopefully he's got a lot to say. Whoa!
1: Yeah. Tense, Sean. Yeah,
3: a little bit. Well, Stephen actually hates me, so it's fine. I love him, but it's all, it's all good. Um, yeah. Hello. I was away last week. I was busy getting used to my new uh, surroundings. <laughs> Myself and my partner purchased the house. Yay! Yay.
0: Congratulations, bro. Thank you, yeah.
3: thank you. So, like, we are so so we are like doing up not renovations but just you know, updates and what have you. Because when you walk into a prospective house as a viewer, it's very different to when you actually like live in it. It's like, raw, like these walls aren't exactly white. Oh, this wall's kind of chipped. Oh, so doing a lot of fixing, a lot of IKEA trips. But you know, we move. Um, May- apartment that we were living in for a little while. Before, collectively was a it was an apartment so Jeanette had like free roam of the flat but now because it's like with three floors like anytime we spend a lot of time on one floor we have to make sure that we that we pick her up (laughs) because she's too old to go to the store if you don't know Jeanette is my girlfriend's 13 year old pug that loves food and attention and sleeping with her eyes open um. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um. Yeah. So that's that's been what I've been. That's what that's been. What's going on with me? Making me smile because like it's been a quite a journey that me and Mir have like. What do you call it? Been on. I can't wait to. Uh. My my fellow out of homies. Shout out to Yaf for coming through. Oh yeah, I didn't say that last week. Mir surprised me with a. So we. So let me. We got the keys to my house on. My birthday.
1: And you know, Kwame
3: loved it, bro. <laughs> so I was like, raw. No, because honestly, like, when you signed for a notary, I was about to get emotional. I was like, wait, this random day just happened on my on my birthday. But I was like, you know, what'd you call it? Oh, hold it down, big man. In front of a lot of people, let's, let's, let's hold it down. And then after, so I was like, yo, this is a dope birthday gift. So it's like the evening times and the other flat. May's like, oh yeah, I wanna go to the old flat to have like a drink. I'm like, all right, we can. I ain't got no plans. Like the <laughs> the the, 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 the mandame man shouted at me. Then but then wow. so we walk walking in the flat and I'm excited because it's like Jeanette's first time seeing everything. You know? I'm like, yo, she's about to be excited. It's a little small dog, she wonder what the new area is. I walk in, I see bare people. Like made organized, organized a lovely surprise. So I had a surprise birthday party at my new house on my birthday. So that was amazing. So shout out to her for that. And um, yeah, a bunch of people were there. Adil, Nathan, Fabian, uh, Stephen, you were in London. Kieran, you unfortunately were out of bounds. Yeah, man. Um, and also, you know, it's like... Out of bounds. Also, like, what you got like, um, Jenny couldn't make it. But Yaf yeah, came through later on because he had to um, pass the corona test last minute to come through. And he presented me with a vinyl player. So Mandem... From out of home, so them, I just want to go live on record saying I appreciate the gift yeah, a lot, did that. and I'm and I am thinking about what my first piece of vinyl will be because you know you know I love music and I love the game, so yeah, there's been a lot of blessings, and um, yeah, like, long may they continue. But unlike unlike a fruitful f- <laughs> f- 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 Femi, I've, I've spent a lot of cash, <laughs> so if any can come my way, please, but please, please di- make di- it come. Di- I got you. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> uh, but, but, but make sure you are not but in this episode. Speak but yeah, to me after the episode, um, my, 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 my brother in arms, I'm gonna ask you how Thank your you. week was,
1: bro. First of all, shout can we can we round of applause, Slash shout out Kwame for copping that crib, by the way? That is in, in, in partnership, incredible, yeah. Thank you. And Tamir and, and Tamir,
0: big because I was big, there, big, yeah, big. and
1: I was just like, this is wavy, fam. Like, this is this is your house, Kwame. It's dumb. This is your like you, man. When you go there, you're gonna see the ting set proper. From Southeast like, London
0: to Southeast of Amsterdam, bro, it's mad. Yeah. Trust, Trust me. Crazy, fam. Trust. So nice. Nah, it's, it's dope, bro. Shout out, Shout out to out you, man.
1: Them. Um, couple things been making me smart this week. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Tell us
0: then, guys. What's the deal, bro? The first one, yeah.
1: I'm officially, officially an uncle, fam. What? what? Sit so down. Yeah, my brother's going to have yeah. a child. Oh, hey, okay, okay, yeah. congrats, congrats.
0: Yeah.
3: I which brother?
1: No, 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 no. Root, on route. Second second thing, I am actually now like... Kieran, I'll see which brother, sorry. Oh, sorry, Osei, Wow! Osei. Congratulations, Osei.
0: Congrats congrats, 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 congrats. congrats, congrats, Man like Osei, the pastor. <laughs> yes, the pastor Osei.
1: Pastor Osei, so shout out to him, mad gassed about that. The second thing is, I am in age now an uncle, bruv, so chilling bro like chilling yeah on Thursday about to go to sleep no 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 sorry I am asleep in my bed (laughs) in my bed on Thursday and I get this FaceTime from my little sister I'm like why is she FaceTiming me now but prior to this year she's messaged me two days before and said hey do you know any lit clubs to go to and I'm just thinking this little pipsqueak bro like (laughs) I held her with one hand when she was born now she's asking me about you are lit really
3: sounding
1: like an uncle, boy. <laughs> Bruv. Bruv. So anyway, I'm awoken, awoken, awoken by this FaceTime, only to be greeted on screen by my two little sisters roaming the streets of Shoreditch, asking me the best places to go to with their two two other friends. I said, "Look at this, fam. Look at this. These these streets that I used to once roam wild in, yeah, in another life with my." My my good friends Kieran, Stephen, I think you've even joined me on a couple of the <laughs> My sisters are now there yeah. pre-drinking whilst on FaceTime to me, asking where's the where's the best places to go. And I said, Look at this, bruv. This is beautiful to see, man. The game is the game, <laughs> the game isn't it? is the game, man. And I've handed over the keys to the younger generation now, fam. I'm stepping out and I'm tagging them in, bro. Yeah, yeah. So that was the that dance was the legacy to continues. See, Just... Yeah, bruv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just seemed to be living their best because, like, they had no idea it was Thursday night. First of all, like, what are you doing, fam? Everyone knows the best time to go is Friday or yeah, Saturday.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It was just funny. It just reminded me of like an episode of The In Inbetweeners or something like that, <laughs> where they were just searching for a vibe. And I said, "Oh, like, go here." I told them to check a place called Corner Shop. Did, did they have a good time? Did they have a good time? Tense, <laughs> bruv. Yeah, they did in the end. I spoke to them today. Okay. They ended up going to um. Cargo. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, okay yeah. Okay. Yeah. On the same street, right? Yeah. 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 Nah. Because nah, I was nah, like. Nah. I was like, you lot are are killing me because it's a Thursday. I don't know where to really, where to, where to point you. Because they said they went to traffic and it was dead. So I said, all right, try cargo. It's this place you go by the bridge. Da da da. And they had a wicked time. Amazing. That was amazing. Shouts out to my two little sisters. Shouts out to my little brother. I'm an uncle in every way possible. Um and then also I celebrated my lady's birthday. Yes. yes. So big uh, auntie yeah, Abby. Congrats. Congrats. We had a Congratulations. We had a whale of a weekend, bruv We uh Congratulations. We, did, we did bits, man. We uh what did we do, man? I copped her a skateboard cuz she wants to be a skate Jeez. girl. And well, let me tell you, man, yeah skating is wavy,
0: bro. Can you skate? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Can you skate? Are you sure? Man's got, man, are you, um, uh, what? Brother, sure.
0: I'm just asking the question. I wasn't even trying to be
2: thing. I was no, actually asking no, the no, to No, no, no,
0: you asked me the question, but Stephen then said, Are you sure? Because <laughs> discombobulated you. I won't, I won't yeah, lie. Talk to me. I won't lie. I took my cousin's penny board from his house to mine, which is 50 doors down the road. I got on that thing. I rolled down. Then I remembered I had to bend my knees. And by the time I remembered it, it was too late and I was on the floor, So said, I picked it Bruv. up and walked it all the way back.
1: <laughs> Bro. Skating is mad. I felt I felt like I was on a mechanical ball, bro. Right at the beginning, <laughs> that thing was shaking left, right, up, and down, bro. I didn't know what to do. But, um. So anyway, we did that. We went. We had a little picnic in the park. Um, we went out to eat on Friday. We went to watch Space Jam 2. How was that? So, just a collection of of fun activities, man. So it was really nice, and uh, yeah, just had a good time. Lots of banter. Chill. How, how was Space Jam? This is what I was going to ask you guys. I don't, has yes. anyone else seen it? I haven't seen, seen it? it yet. I've no.
2: seen
0: it. Oh, of course you have. Okay,
1: I don't want to spoil it for anyone else, but I thought it was sick. The people that are giving it bad reviews yeah. are not kids. Number mm-hmm. one,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and number two, I think they're just critiquing it like it's a normal movie designed for them.
0: If that, I hear you. I hear you.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the one thing <laughs> I would say, and. Uh, this this isn't me hating because he, he's my guy, but I don't think LeBron's acting Thank was as you. sharp as
2: MJ's acting Thank in you.
1: Space Jam.
3: That's that, all I will say. That, that, That's not, all I that, will say on
2: the matter.
1: Must we
3: always compare these two greats and everything they that do? That was my way of just in general. Saying. Just in
2: general, I was just like, do not give up the day job. But LeBron's son may have some potential. Like he wasn't, wasn't. It's not actually his son. It's not you his know? son. Oh, wow. No. Foot twist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's not his real Is song. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> My review's going to change. <laughs> I thought it was a family affair. Fine. <laughs> 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 that would be nepotism, <laughs> big man. Hey. <laughs> oh.
0: oh, gosh. No, but to your, to your point, uh, what, what did you say, Stephen? They shouldn't be um, compared, but. LeBron took it upon himself to do space jam, bruv. Could have made a whole nother film. Do you know what? There's um like the visual
1: effects, the animation in it, crazy. Yeah.
2: Crazy. But, I but, watch Z, it but but yeah, they were doing the most with that last match. It was it was doing the most. I heard that match yeah, lasted yeah, were, half of the film. Man, it, 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 was, it was basketball on acid. Like it was <laughs> like actually like, 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 you were spaced out, fam. Like, it was... You, you'll see it. And then I I look forward to having a discussion on it because... Right.
0: Like, is talk, it is it a yeah. similar talk sort of vibe as um, Coming to America? Or is it no, just it's, it's, something no, completely it's not, different?
2: No, it's, it's much better. Coming to America, they were taking the piss. They were taking the piss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to America was too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: But
1: do you know what? It does feel a little bit of a like brand building exercise for LeBron okay, as well, okay. to be honest.
0: Did, did his uh um, it's a dope film Was his production company involved in Spring yeah, Hill Entertainment, yeah, okay, yeah of awesome, course. Awesome.
1: And Warner Brothers are plastered all over it as well. So I, my assumption is that because typically I guess Warner Brothers would produce the full thing, yeah. because Spring Hill I'm guessing there was some sort of agreement where Spring Hill Entertainment are major players in it as well. Warner Brothers said, All right, cool, but we need we need to play, we need to be very visible in this movie. Mm. And that they are. Like they're involved in the plot, like it's yeah. They um
0: they didn't use the original um storyline direct, director. Oh
2: no 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 no, no no, 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 I think so, he's Malcolm Lee. Yeah,
0: Malcolm Lee directed this one and then um Joe Paika Paika I don't even know how to pronounce his.
1: But it's a fun film, That's bro. Like one. people need to stop comparing shit. Yeah. That's my problem. Yeah. Even though I just compared LeBron to MJ, but I was just trying to be nice, saying that he wasn't it was a, great a good
2: actor. number, like second installment in isolation. Like it, it didn't. It was a clear evolution from the last one, so it deserves to be judged on its own right in today in today's world. Mm. Um, yeah,
3: but well, isn't the first thing you did was compare him to the film twenty five years? I ago? I didn't
2: compare the film. To... You said
3: the acting was, wasn't the same. That yeah, yeah, was me. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, no, no. Look, look, look at quick draw Quincy. What do you want to say? I'm like, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm, 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 listen, li- listen. you know, you faster. <laughs> By the way, that's not negative thing. Um, um, but that, if, if if you if you check check the record, Stephen, which you have to do mm-hmm. to press the mic to make mm-hmm. it on, um, y- you said earlier that Michael Jordan's acting wasn't the same, or you at least like concurred with yeah. For the first I said, thing I you said
2: did, LeBron wasn't great in acting. That's why I said I didn't make a comparison. And I look for I look forward you to. Did. Now, I look forward now, to sending now, you the table. I gentlemen. look forward to sending you the d- table. D- d- now, now, now l- 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 gentlemen. L- let me get a minute. Listen, my name is not.
1: Anyways, T- fine. Listen. Right,
2: I've got the minutes clocked.
1: I'm sensing a lot of competition between.
0: Oh, oh. I see what you're doing there? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. uh, competition I think. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, it's about to pull up from free.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us on to the topic of the conversation. Um Right now, we are witnessing the Olympics. Should have happened last year. Obviously, Corona shut down the party, and it's happening this year. The Ghost year. Olympics, yeah. Unfortunately, the Ghost Olympics, which is happening in in Japan, Tokyo Whereabouts? being Tokyo <laughs> being the host city.
3: If you know, you know.
1: This guy's a joke, man. Um, and with that being said, I actually just wanted to have an open convo with you, man, because we've dabbled we've dabbled in this in this topic Been in, in, uh, in various different conversations. I don't think we've ever dedicated a whole episode to it, so I'm very, I'm actually extremely curious to hear you man's thoughts on things. Um, but there's been a lot happening, like and even in two episodes ago, we spoke about what was happening with, um, I guess like racism in the UK, which was unfortunately fueled by everything that happened after England lost the Euros, which is another major major sporting event. Um, there's been a few things happening. Already in the Olympics, I don't know if any of you guys caught the ceremony.
0: I caught bits of it. Uh, yeah. it was very long, you yeah. know. It, it was like three, four hours, hours. I swear. Sure.
3: Well, it's, it's a
1: real. Do you know what I get watching the ceremony? Mm. You really realize how much dirt England has done around the world, brother. <laughs> because like you'll see a, a country's flag and you'll see like the Union uh, New Zealand, flag. New Zealand, fam, <gasps> top, top, top bins. <laughs> <laughs> It's and, mad. and like, bro, on a on a on a real one, the commentator will be talking about the country and then talking about the history, like, yeah, yeah, this was founded by Explorer duh, 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 in 16. I'm like, big man, exploring what? <laughs> yeah. Exploring is exploring and leaving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get me? <laughs> You get me, bro. Like, I've explored a number of countries around <laughs> this
0: world. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't made but it my country. I've explored their countries. <laughs> While well, we proceeded to say they don't belong to us.
1: But the, oh, besides that, besides oh, that, there's God. been a number of um stories already coming out of the Olympics mm. and um one of the most notable ones for me is the Norwegian volleyball team mm-hmm. um wearing bikini a bikini top, so like a, a sports bra yeah. and and shorts or is in it yeah yeah Cyc- um, exactly like exactly shorts isn't um, it? to which point yeah essentially yeah more or less, but the official uniform that you have to wear in that sport is a bikini yeah. but like a thong Only a thong bikini yeah yeah yeah,
0: that shows that shows for women bikinis. right.
1: And so, they refused to do that and they wore these shorts, to which point they were fined by the federation that oversees uh, Uh, beach volleyball. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which caused a massive stir. And then the artist Pink... Yes, which was amazing. (laughs) Who has, I don't think, has any connections to Norway at all. Or volleyball. (laughs) (laughs) Or volleyball. Who knows? We don't know what she does in her spare time. Then proceeded to go to Twitter to say that she's very happy, like... Bigged up the team and said, I'm happy to pay this fine for you. So that was really interesting to me because I think it's a, obviously part of a bigger conversation around equality, sexu- sexualization of women. Um, and it kind of just got me thinking, man, like over the last two, three, four, five years, particularly, sport has been having a massive, massive, massive influence on the world, mm. right? Like not just in the competitive arena, and I was really curious to get you guys' thoughts on why, why it continues to evolve and why it continues to get even bigger. Because to the point now, like, sport just used to influence culture. Yeah. You have, like, a couple moments, and Olympics always seems to be the spearhead of it, where, like, you have, you know, Jesse Owens and and those guys. But for me, sport is this thing that, like, has the power and the potential to change the world, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And... I think we're seeing more and more examples of that. So, so yeah, man, open conversation. Maybe we can start with culture and then we'll get into, like, more societal stuff. But why do... Like, what is it about sport that you guys think it just infiltrates and influences so much culture to the point where my little sister, who has no interest in football, two weeks ago tells me that Jaden Sancho, Marcus Rashford and Bakayo Saka are her heroes, <laughs> brother. Her heroes. That's amazing. Like... It's fascinating yeah. to me. So, with all of us having educated opinions, working in the fields we work in, very curious to get you man's opinions. in, in yeah. the streets. In these streets. Yeah.
3: So,
2: perhaps, go on. Uh, no, I was just going to say, for me, it's it's kind of simple because sports and politics have gone together since day one. Uh, if you look at, like, the Roman times, the Roman emperor, like, they had the Colosseum. There was kind of like, it was sport and politics in in essence if you look at kind of like um uh the olympics and kind of like the political statements that have been put there or if you put into like kind of go back to the nazi regime and the emphasis that they put on the olympics if you look go back to even muhammad ali and his protests that he made through sports like sports and politics are very much intertwined even though today ironically that like you have a governing body saying like oh them Uh, by Munich aren't allowed to light up the Allianz with the colours of the LGBTQI plus community. Um, Like, which is funny because sports and politics have always been in and around each other, like a Dwight and York type of relationship. You can't see one without the other. So, like, if you go from the history of sport, it's always been very closely linked to politics and it's just given that global platform in order to uh influence because it's been built that way from the start and i feel I mean, like everything we see today is just built off those days from the Coliseum and so forth
0: to to, to jump on that mm-hmm. i think um one thing to actually to, to say is that like sport was initially for entertainment in it mm-hmm. like it, it wasn't something where the people that were competing had like or were told to have like a voice, sort of thing. You 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 see it even now, but initially, as you if you're gonna go back to Roman times, it was for the entertainment of the emperor and the people. The gladiators would fight, one would die, you have your champion, you know what I'm saying? Olympics and you can go through into even basketball now. I remember um one news anchor told, was it LeBron to shut up and dribble? Mm-hmm. Instead of talking up on um um like moments of racism or within the like the world of football, of basketball, sorry. And it's like, now that athletes are um, becoming such global figures and they live in the world that we live in and they have these platforms, they realise that they can say what they need to say because I don't think, I I, I, I I don't believe that you can have such a platform and be quiet. And I think that a lot of people, a lot of athletes, big athletes, small athletes, are understanding the power that they have to change the world you know what i mean and more power to them i think would you like to
3: hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you Thank you. Uh, no, I, I would say the reason why this is, to answer Jess's question, the reason why um, sports becomes this um, conversational piece that influenced the culture because it's probably the one thing that can truly bring people like all together. You understand? Like, like, you know, you have things like the Grammys and the Oscars, but they are very fleeting. Um, they're like, an for an evening, for an hour, but like, uh especially the Olympics or European championship is over for like two or three weeks. So at one point, you know, I remember my family, like my, my parents aren't athletic, but we would always try to gather around to watch the um the the, uh, the, the hundred meters f- finals, which I'm sure Kieran, for you for a long time your household has had a lot of importance. Shout out to you saying both or what have you it's and, and the the, the pantheon and, of Jamaica Sprinters. Shirley I thirty
1: four years young yeah. doing yeah. her yeah. take Think-
3: um, but um, yeah, and I would say like the sport is always just a medium of um, just a lot of things. Like, like I remember Euro '96. I I saw twenty three white Germans win Euro '96, which is not a crime. But in two thousand and ten, I saw I saw like Meza Ozil. I saw like Sami uh, Sammy Kadira. I saw uh, the years before the David Odonko, which let me know oh. There's other races in Germany, so I'm seeing a little bit of culture just just through the actual f- 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 the actual team play. You understand? So, sport, I think for a long time has been um, powerful, and uh, sometimes it can be a reflection of how how countries are. Like years ago, you would have seen Wayne Rooney, Gary Lineker. Now people are seeing like Calvin Phillips, Jadon Sancho. Who are you playing for? England. So that makes you think. Oh, you understand? So I I, I think for a long time sport has been a like the biggest representation of, or the biggest, sorry, the biggest chance for people to come together and speak about a bunch of issues, political, uh, I don't yeah, know what I'm yeah, going
1: but nice go No, thing. but that's, that's, that's interesting though, because like we heard it over and over again um, in the English media that the English team has brought the country together. But why though? Like, why is it football? Why was it sport? Because there's a number of things. It could be... Because it go go, go ahead,
3: go on, Pams. Because I think it just it's the it's the largest thing that could bring that amount of people together in ninety minutes. or in an hour and, or in an evening. Because if England beat Germany, the person that doesn't care about football might hear about it or might watch the game and be I enthralled. Think. That doesn't mean they're they an England football fan. But during that game, they were happy and these players have, and maybe r- 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 represented, uh, r- represented them in a way that a TV show I can't.
0: Think the, I think you the understand? makeup of... The, and if, if we just talk about England for a second. I think the makeup of this team was the reason why it brought so many people together. I think we spoke about it, what, maybe two episodes ago, where we saw ourselves in the England team. And it's, it brought the black community together. It brought people of colour together to say, like, rah, this England team represents a, a cultural, like, driving force of what England should be. And I feel like that's what brought people together. The fact that England, yes, hadn't won anything for so long they get they got so far in the tournament, it's a team that's representative of far and wide, maybe not Asian people, but it people can still relate to this team. And I think that's what brought people together during um, the,
2: the the Euros, yeah, but say World well, Cup To to buttress what uh, brother Kieran's saying, um I think you also need to look at the uh, two things. One, the relatability of sport. So why football? Football is one of the easiest sports to come into contact with or to play. You need a jumper, a ball, and that's it. Other sports don't necessarily have that. So I think everybody, positive or bad, has an encounter or is familiar with the sport or understand has a good working knowledge of it. So number one. Uh, I think number two also, there's very few things that bring countries together generally. Like back in the day, it probably was like, you used to have world wars and then that's kind of like where you'd be like patriotic, you know, a stiff upper lip and all that. Now you're not having many world wars. So there's very few things which actually that Any at yeah, all. That the nation can get behind. So like sport is one, obviously the Olympics, maybe Eurovision to an extent, but outside outside of sport, like can can you think of a national moment where everybody is displaying like it only comes through through sport because I don't know why that is, but there's just just not many things which naturally people can channel. And through sport, you know, everybody is from a country. Even though I know that in the Olympics you have some people, some some people who are um, country agnostic and representing independent federations, but ninety percent of ninety percent of people are um, can come come from somewhere and that element of national pride is something that sport taps into it you know it's like whether you are in 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 Cameroon and you see someone competing you know you can identify with that so I think Mm. the relatability of the fact that everybody is from a country and the fact of certain sports everybody has come in counter with so like cricket is a sport in certain parts in the world that loads of people come into contact with so opens up things to an international I think these things are li- just like languages so like the more people speak a language the easier it is for people to rally behind that and sport is a language that a lot of people understand i,
0: li- I like I like that I like that for about like national pride and obviously like if you were to take it back to wartime or whatever but I think also what sports does is it gives everybody a, a level playing field't it's part of the pun but it's like you can take a small country and put them, pit them against a massive country and they might they might do a madness do you know what I mean it's like the Olympics is such a great show showcase of of sporting excellence because everybody's involved isn't it everybody as you said Steve can get behind their country and, and get behind people and be like well actually we can show our dominance through sport like sports gives people a, a level of like competitiveness mm. that you don't necessarily get on a day to day and this is the biggest stage of them all isn't it so I think yeah, it, it really does bring people together, I guess, right?
2: That's that's a good point, just on the equality of sport that and that brings and why that's appealing. So, for example... Um... It's really, it's really hard to watch the Olympics out here in a foreign country because you're you're at the mercy of the program planners, of Go and BBC. So for some reason, I was watching. Uh, I happened to be watching a judo marathon medley, um, and then <laughs> there's this woman from Great Britain. Her name's Jade, uh, multiple world champion. Got beaten by a um, young girl. I've forgotten her name, but um, she's she's a refugee. She first round beat her. Wow! Like wow. that's do you know how Amazing. Or in the cycling, um, there was one woman from Austria, um, you know, and, you know, the Dutch were heavily fancied. But this woman from Austria just very early in the race said, you know what, nah, I'm just going to go as fast as I can and see if I can work up a big enough lead. And she completely bamboozled the rest of the field, like left them in their wake. And it's like that equal playing field that very few moments of life give you because when it comes to work it's not an equal playing field for a lot of people when it comes to opportunities in life it's not a, a equal playing field for a lot of people but you know at, when it comes to sport there is you, everybody needs to go through a certain drug testing period everybody needs to go through certain criteria it doesn't really matter where you where. You come. Of, of course to some extent the level of support of federation does that but it's not going to prevent you from getting in olympics if you're the fastest in in yes. in some your remote country, you're the fastest in your remote country, and you'll be invited to that world exactly. stage to compete equally with everybody else. So I think it's mm. the bastion. Exactly. It is the bastion exactly. of equality that the world has always longed for but never been able to achieve. Yeah.
3: It's very nice form. It's it's Stephen, it's, it's so true. Like in, in that boxing ring, on that track, on a on a volleyball court or, or on a football pitch, the moment you meet, you are equals, isn't it? You understand and as we know the best thing about sport anything can happen so we've had upsets we even had an upset just the day before when the usa lost for the first time in 25 olympic matches and the first time since 2004 because they lost to france uh in the basketball match and uh so someone that has been ridiculed a french player pl- playing his trade in america called even Ev- 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 four points isn't it? 28 points yeah and he got more points than Kevin Durant, Dame Booker. Lillard, and Devin Booker combined. Now, mind you, Devin Booker 48 hours ago was playing in Milwaukee <laughs> for an NBA Finals game. I don't think he should be playing in a yeah that's um, a madness a first game in Tokyo. Like, <laughs> like, 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 with, like jet like, and half, real jet like. <coughs> lag. <laughs> playing the
0: first game in the in the Olympics, probably. Trust me.
3: But but like yeah, like you said, Stephen, it's the bastion of equality. and for, for for that time during those moments, you are. On the same pl- platform and able to do whatever you can or whatever you want to, so that, that 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 that's the beauty about sport, and I don't think we have that in anything else. Like you, like you don't have a, yeah, you don't have like an award show which will pit the very best, like a Drake to an unsigned rapper, doesn't happen. But in the Olympics, in a tournament, or what have you, in Wimbledon, or what yeah, So,
1: so let me ask you guys a question then, because if I'm hearing you correctly, it's like representation yeah. is a is a huge thing. Yeah. Um, even like the entertainment value of yeah. like any the level playing field that you you spoke yeah. to Kieran. So why why is there this huge disparity between like let's say elite level performers or those participating in sport and like this what we see more and more like with this drop off of participation of sport amongst kids? Like why why do you guys think that there is this huge gap between you know watching your heroes or watching sport on TV and then sport not necessarily having i the think
0: a, a lot of it is to do and I, if, it, if it's like the uk it's just like access isn't it like some of these some of these sports are um are quite elite isn't it like if you look at tennis you're looking at equestrian you're looking at um water polo or judo like these things are sometimes are quite an elite sport to get into or they don't have the facilities in the uk even if you're looking at like Football, like they've taken down bare pitches, they've taken, they've removed basketball pitches from the ends and all of these courts, sorry, from the ends and all of this stuff. So I think sometimes, yeah, kids want to get involved in that, but potentially there's not enough access for them to get involved in some of those sports and areas. Mm-hmm. I know that Stevens done some work recently with like some local communities in basketball, mm-hmm. and he 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 can tell you firsthand that like there's only a certain place that certain kids can go and play foot and play basketball. Or go and do certain sports. And certain areas only have a specific sport that they play. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you can watch the Olympics and be inspired to do sport. But sometimes it's just like, why Why would they? And I think um also, I did some research, I'm going to say research, but I think um, it was such a while ago, I can't even call it research. But um like young girls, they drop off at like 14, mm. For 14, 15. They mm. don't play sports again because... Sometimes it's about being body conscious. Sometimes it's about being um, like they they spend more time like on IG or like they don't they don't necessarily want to go out and do physical physical activity because it's like all oh, their friends don't want to do it. There's so much more decline in sports from a female perspective or a, a women's protect, a young woman's perspective than there is um, in in young boys as well. So there's a lot of factors that play uh, a big a big. A big part in why there isn't that much uptake in sport in younger younger people. But I think it's uh uh yeah, mainly to do with access, sometimes to do with like um facilities, sometimes to do with like the elite elitism, and sometimes just about how much it costs to do some of these things as
2: well. And just to piggyback off that, another thing to consider is there's just way more shit to do these days. Like honestly, it's <laughs> like 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 way back when Way back when, it's like, okay, you're going to become a doctor or mathematician or you can maybe try this sport thing out. I was like, yeah, sport sounds interesting. Today, I can be a kid and I can sit at home and not leave my yard and be shelling it down on some online game and make money that way viable. I don't even have to leave the yard. Like, I can become a champion yeah. from the comfort of my own home and get all the accolades of a mm. sports personality clicking with these t- with these two hands, just smashing a and, a-, a and B, fam. I know it's not A and B these days, but back then it was A and B. But, like, nah. nah.
1: <laughs> but, like, there's,
2: there's, there's so much. Well, up, so I, c- I can do that. I can... Um, I now know how to read the stock market. So, again, if comfort my home, I can be watching stocks. There's just so many other... Option so there's a lack of facilities which is happening, but then there's also so many other ways that you can get. You know, I I I went out the I went out the house the other day and I saw like a group of two girls. Yeah, they put their uh, maybe younger than maybe like sixteen year olds put their phone in one spot outside and they're just doing TikTok videos because that's a viable way for a career future or yeah, whatever. So that's like,
0: another thing. That's a, that's another thing.
2: This was on a Saturday, just outside doing. All all, all 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 of these that, all of these popping and locking for for content that's that's a, that's oh, that's,
0: that's a very good um, point that you raise as well Stephen um i think it's the it's the knowing knowing how knowing if they can get to that level of sport where they're actually going to start earning enough yes. for them to take it seriously especially if you're looking at like the disparity between men and women when they get paid in football or if they get paid in different sports it's like why would i we- not waste, but put all of my energy and time into this sport, which is so um technical or it's so like specific in, in in its skill levels, to only be paid in amateur's ways. When I could actually, actually just, as you said, Stephen, pick up a phone, do a couple dances, make sure I upload three times a day, and make sure they're lit, and I could be a TikTok star and earn peas, like. there's why would they really and truly Yeah, I'm really interested to hear what you're saying because you've been asking questions Mm. and I haven't heard your voice much um, but like what what do you think bro
1: oh bro it's mad man like obviously you man know what I do so I'm very obviously like closely tied to like getting kids involved into sport right and there's just some really really interesting things like for example um, you guys just spoke about uh, screen time and, um, sorry, TikTok. And, like, screen time is, like, a huge thing now, isn't it, for kids? Like, it's just part of their lives. Like, you just have to accept it. And so I think there is this huge opportunity to leverage screen time and something that they're already doing to, like, encourage kids into sport, to, like, not push them into sport, but to kind of lead them there. Because you can no longer make the screens the enemy, innit? it? I think there's this, like, misconception from parents that it's, like... If my kids are on their phone or on the iPad or playing games, then it's kind of productive to them, you know, like gaining social skills or, you know, like practic- like losing weight or whatever it is or being healthy. And I think there's like, there's going to be this tension point where, well, not tension point, that's the wrong word. But there's going to be this moment where like brands, companies are going to have a responsibility to use all of these, like, you know, social media platforms, games, or whatever, to try and encourage kids to be more active. Because I feel like we're at such a stage now, such a point, like Stephen said, there's so much to do, that sometimes being active is probably the last thing on a kid's mind, isn't it? And I think that's a unfortunate thing, but I also think it's an opportunity as well, in the sense that it can only get better from here, in my eyes. So that's how I, that's how I see that. But I did also want to, like... Yep briefly touch on the business of sport, because I think that's something that we all are involved in. We're consumers of it. Whether you pay for the NBA League pass or you buy copious amounts of Jordans, you know, we're all ingrained in this sporting culture. Mm -hmm. So I was interested to kind of, like, get you man's perspective on, number one, like... How, like, how is this thing of sport such a lucrative business, yeah? Like, even just looking at football, we've spoken about the Super League and there's so much money in sport. So I was curious to kind of, like, just get you guys' opinion on that and then and then kind of see, like, Steve, I love what Stephen always asks, but, and see, like, where is it going? Because at the moment, I feel like all of these current revenue models, and I know we're getting a bit techie, but, like, if I look at sport now, yeah, and you look at like the traditional uh, methods of of making money. It's all about like broadcasting, where most of the money comes from. Then you have like sporting brands <clears throat> who sell sell product. I feel like we're gonna get to this point where, like sport brands, for example, are making more revenue on let's say like I don't know digital stuff than actual physical products, and. I'm curious to see how players like Amazon and streaming services come into the broadcasting mm-hmm. mix as well. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, imagine Amazon bought the rights to the Premier League. That's possible. They're, they um, And streamed everything for oh, free yeah, like and made that. the Premier League way more accessible mm-hmm. like, than if you had a fucking... I know we're getting quite techie, but anyway, I just wanted to kind of, like, see more, like, where do you guys think the business of sport is going? And why is it such a thing in the first place? I think
2: the first one, I think we've already answered in terms of, like, why is sport... So, for all the reasons we mentioned, if you look at how do you make money through a marketplace? So, you have this thing called sport, which is able to bring an unknown amount of people all together, all watching consuming something at the same time, which is like a buyer's dream. It's just like, bring me the customers. Sport brings you, they're all here. They're all watching. They're all consuming. This guy sounds no, so no, evil I'm just, right I'm now. am just breaking it down. So I think... <laughs> I'm joking, so I'm joking, I'm joking. All I'm joking. the joking. things that we've mentioned in terms of what, what makes sports so great is you can monetize that. And that's yeah. kind of like why why it is what it is. It is mm. what it is. Um, in terms of uh, where is it going to go, I think you're right. The digitization of sport is going to be um the main and, and we're seeing it now. We've seen we've seen the limitations of sport during a pandemic. No contact, no da-da-da-da. Everyone's scrambling. What do we do? No one's in stadium. No one's this no one can do that. Da, 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 da. So imagine if you could digitize it. And I know like you have a couple of um athletes who've actually made like a uh, digital avatars of themselves realizing that, you know, okay, cool, if I'm an athlete, the world is a big place, but, you know, if I'm in Houston, Texas, I can only serve that community. But if I'm an avatar, then, or some, some digitization experience of me, I can actually serve or go around the world in more ways than I could physically. And I think yeah. that unlocking of the, and I think Travis Scott uh, kind of tempered this with kind of his performance on... Um, uh, what do they Fortnite. call it? Fortnite. Fortnite, Fortnite, yeah, exactly. In terms of like yeah. blurring that world, that digital world that everybody like craves and says that that, that word. <laughs> I hate that word, but like people say, <laughs> and that is a collision of phys- physical and digital space. Yeah, in terms, thanks, of Steven, thank you. Blurry, fuzzy thing. Anyway, so he didn't manage to do that. So it's just like if you're an athlete and you can do that as well, because the transitions already happen. Is that um people follow athletes, not clubs. So, think, um, so now mm-hmm. they're realizing that the power really sits with them. So it's kind of like, how do they how do they monetize and cash in? And the answer is digital. How that comes about, no one's really cracked that yet. But being able to serve your fan base or consumers through digital. Because what do fans want? They want more of you. But if you're one person, you can't go all around the world. Or now, even now we're in a pandemic. Like even tra- the concept of traveling is something that's not going to be possible but how can you still have that real experience in a way that allows you to try and i think that's going to be unlocking digital and somehow is going to be the the future model and some sort of subscription base probably for those athletes like if i'm looking at i'm like okay cool you want access to me okay cool let's tier it let's membership come into my website be a member of the CR7 Club. This is what you get access to. Oh, you want me to sing at your bar mitzvah? Put the peas down. I'll be there in a minute, fam. Like that's how <laughs> I think that's kind of like what I see anyway.
0: <laughs> like Naira Niger loves fam, it really. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: right,
0: this uh, I I was gonna say like just uh the I think Yaf was saying why 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 it brings in so much revenue. I think when you think about sport and high level sport and elite sport there is only a few percentage of people that can actually do those things at that level. And people are always going to want to see the best, the very best of the best to compete at their, their, in their chosen sport. And that's why the Olympics mm-hmm. get so much eyes. That's why the NBA, the Premier League, football, Like people want to see your Messi's, your Ronaldo's because you don't know what could happen or what they could do, but you do know that they are the best of the best. I think that's mm-hmm. why it draws in so many crowds because if you love... A sport, you want to see the best players can compete in it. Because I guess, as you, as we've touched on already today, like we've all had some sort of um, connection to a sport, whether that's football, whether it's basketball, athletics, or whatever it is, cricket even. But we know how difficult it is to perform those things. So when you do see somebody that's actually going out there and doing their thing and doing it at the highest level, it's always going to draw a crowd. In terms of things in the future, I think Stephen probably hit the nail on the head. But I think um it's 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 gonna take technology. It's gonna take who's gonna be the tech company that provides the the platform or the accessibility to bring fans into a world where they don't potentially have to go to, to games. They can sit at home and watch mm. them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like like mm. VR, AR, like what what is it that that looks like? What does sports look like with with a headset on? Do you know what I mean? Can you sit at the com- sit from the comfort of your home and be courtside at a Lakers game? Do you know what I'm saying? Those are the things that I think are um, really interesting, and I think it's coming. I believe it's coming, bro. I think it's coming. I I, I don't think it's gonna be. It might be a, a while because obviously technology takes a while to, to 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 catch up, and there's gonna be it's 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 gonna have its bugs. It's gonna have its problems, but. Yeah, to even think about what Marshmallow did, to, to think about what Travis Scott did, to think about what um they did on Roblox with um Lil Nas X. Like they're they're playing around with these things. These things are existing. They're they're trying to make these physical um uh experiences in a digital world. And it's gonna happen regardless, whether we like it or not, whether it's people uh people want to see that as well. Cause I'm I I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people, a lot of um traditionalists that want to be able to go and buy the pucker pie before they watch a Palace game. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they want to be able to have that experience of being inside of a stadium. But I feel like where sport will be going, I think it's going to become more accessible. I think the business model is going to, there's going to be more money in it because people will be at the games, but there'll be thousands more people at the games. So I think it's funny that we started with Space Jam Mm. because it's like something, imagine something like that. Do you know what I'm saying? It could be something as mad as that. So okay. I, I I always I always talk about um, film and how films sometimes like shows you what the future will be before you even know. So they kind of get you ready mm-hmm. for what's to come, sort of mm-hmm. thing. And like things things yeah, like yeah, yeah. that are, are, are things which are really interesting to me because it's like oh, imagine imagine that was a real thing. Imagine there was this multiverse of of like sport that you can go and check out and just sit there and watch all of these sports all day. So it could be a case of like you go into some some place and ends. And you're just there watching better games.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fucking wavy. You, yeah, so that's what I think. Do you know the one line as you are speaking that just came to mind is I think the answer for sport will be how do we make the experience of those furthest away closer than ever? And I think yeah. if they can unlock that sentence, then that's kind of like where the money where the money reside. Where the money resides. <laughs> <laughs> hey, youth pastor
3: Pampi has been today, on one. Bro. Bro. You have been on your sermon. T- you have been on your sermon today after a big technical glitch <laughs> last week. Bro. we are back and we are better than ever. Like, we glitch- appreciate you,
2: Glitchy Strider, here for the fizz.
3: Glitchy Strider. Um, no, but um, you have a great question. I think the lines are going to continue mm. to be blurred. Stephen, you made a good reference to the e-gamers. The, the e gamers. These are now sponsored athletes. Yes. Like you have yes. Nike and Adidas and Under Armour and Umbro that are sponsoring these teams, mm. that are performing in arenas and are seen as athletes f- f- uh, for the time they've spent on their craft and... They are becoming an elevated version of, 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 of gamers. Like, I think we were all surprised to see how the NBA last playoffs during the bubble was still able to feel like the real deal. I remember Yaf being like, oh, yeah, like, did you see what happened in game two during the Lakers and what, what happened? Like, it just felt like a normal thing. There was no fans. All you we seeing was this big pantheon of virtual faces, but it still felt real and um, and I think like maybe later, like you, like maybe later you'll be you'll be allowed to a more prominent VR experience if you pay more money. You understand? Mm. Like I think like tech and, and sport can be a lot more blurred, but and I also think like there's just so much money in it because it's just. I mean, it's even it's even influencing culture. Like you're seeing a lot of like brands do like you know f- high fashion brands do like make trainers, do sneakers, mm. do like sh- do like make like sportswear, leisure wear. Because it's just becoming this thing. Like a lot of like Blenciaga sell like five hundred dollar like um shoes. Like football themed <laughs> shirts. Like the culture isn't going away. You understand? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really cool to do sports or and it and it's like there is no the there the, there is no real musical outfit. If I want to be a rapper then I don't know what that means but if I if, if I wanna see, if if I want to be a Rihanna and I wanna have my cool and still look like I know about football, then I could wear yeah, you understand that yeah, there's yeah, ways yeah, to do it. I can wear the high-end version, or I could wear the Arsenal Football Club version. It's happening, trust me, it's happening. Um hopefully people will listen, it's <laughs> happening as Rihanna. Arsenal oh, Rihanna, sorry. And um, shout out to Under Armour, though. And um, Yeah, that's 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 my take on things.
1: That's no, my I want, take I wanted to quickly touch because Stephen, <clears throat> he made a really good point that like a lot
3: of good yeah. points today.
1: Athletes are like bigger than the clubs or the teams that they represent, and I think that's like, I think that's why we see so much um, athletes influencing society and influencing uh, culture. And I don't know if you might have caught it, but there was the um, Naomi yeah. Osaka yeah, documentary
0: yeah. I, which I dropped seen on Netflix that yet,
1: recently. But I she, catch properly, she's so dope, man, and she's such she's just honestly like such a sweet woman. And um, what I found was that. Athletes are humans. All right. So, like, athletes are put on this pedestal because of their ability mm-hmm. to perform, right? But on the, on the uh, not the rare occasion, but in the moments that they're humanized and they say what everyone's thinking or they step up for a cause, it's like their voice is perpetuated further than anyone else's. Like, even, even more so, I'm finding than, let's say, politicians. Mm-hmm. So, I, I really, I really feel like, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the pod before, but I've definitely spoken about it with my friends. But for example, someone like LeBron James has a viable opportunity to one day become the president of a, of America if yeah, he wanted to. Facts. If he wanted to, he's got the resource, he's got the influence, he has like the nationwide acclaim. The and fame. won the election, so and LeBron could be president. Bro, one hundred percent. Bro, honestly, so I, I feel like their influence on society is is just tenfold and ever increasing now which I think is super super interesting when you when you marry the fact that a lot of these people are coming from um, environments or like low social income households so they know the struggles and the problems of people and can fight for what is genuinely right as opposed to let's say more right-wing politicians who've always had a cushy life and don't necessarily care for these things. So I think there's a very interesting point yeah, I mean, there was, as well. I was just
2: gonna shout out George Ware because you mentioned like athletes. George Ware has been president of um kind of Liberia. Yeah, so it, it's, it's already been happening. Just maybe people haven't given it the clout because it's like because uh, it's not America. But like yeah, that in some places that's a very common thing already. I think um Etto also is looking for run for like office and things like that so like you know oh, wow. it's it's happening actually way more in africa which is actually an interesting one that maybe we we'll talk about another day because I, I can think of three or four examples like increasingly drug buzz running for, pre- for ivory coast tomorrow <laughs> from best believe it's done it's done so like mm. oh that was a big what was that animal how did from you change that? Like, riding, ride, riding bareback in your house, fam. <laughs> well, but how did the fire look
3: like a lion fam, the I line I went, went, went very quickly.
0: I missed that. I didn't know what happened Oh my now. God. Shout out C.S. To C.S. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. In the house, fam. Did I say shout out to yeah. C.S. Lewis? Oh yeah, you did. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm not sorry for C.S. Lewis but I'm sorry for giving him a shout out. You make a really Rest good point yeah, about um, LeBron and how he's so relatable. I was speaking to someone yesterday about just how Boris and basically a lot of politicians have grown up in privilege and they don't represent the people. They exactly. don't represent They're making these decisions because they don't actually know what it's like to be on the front line or be on the bottom line of society. And they're just like, yeah, like, cool. John. What Matt Hancock, I swear he said he wasn't going to do his quarantine or whatever he said he was going to do. And it's just like, bro, you're telling people to stay at home, wear masks, and you're not going to follow the rules that you're setting out to these people. Like the people that are from the community, and only have one
3: of sexual partners. Sorry, <laughs> man. Like Hansie Hancock, Bob. We have not forgotten, my Hancock. <laughs> if you are listening, we have not forgotten.
0: Now, please. No, but it's true, man. Like it's just it's, it's it's such a it's such a good point to make. Like LeBron could be a president. Like people athletes who have influence that have the resources they could say they could make a big change in this world because people follow them people listen to them people admire them i wanted to circle back quickly yeah on what something steven said these um number one e-gamers youtubers and social media and influencers yeah they are literally showing you how to take over the world bit by bit and I, I don't, I don't, not that I don't rate him, I don't really follow him that much, but men like Logan Paul, man like KSI. These kids, these are men that are, uh, kids look up to. KSI just dropped an album and went number one. Bro, he started on YouTube making it's crazy videos, bro. This is what I'm saying. Like, the world is changing, isn't it? The world is changing. The people that have influence are changing. I just do hope that those people that do end up in those positions are are intelligent enough and have the right people around them to be able to, you know, make decisions that are, if they are going to influence people, that they are influencing people in the right way. Go on, Stephen, what you saying?
2: I just had like, a weird thought Jesse said that, like, do you reckon in the future people will go for um, people that are content creators and just train them to be athletes? Because what you're describing is kind of like what Logan Paul and all them man did. Like, they kind of trained to become athletes, sure, sh- 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 yeah. like low level, but like I'm thinking, like if I'm a brand and I'm like, okay, cool, screen time. Imp- happening? Screen time's important. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me find the biggest kind of. It, let me find it's the biggest thing. Really so the person that's like really speaking to these kids, and then let me put them on throw the bag in order to make get every squeeze every piece of athletic ability out of them, <laughs> and then I've kind of made my prototype of what I want I want someone that's good on camera because enough athletes now like give them give them a phone to say something and it's always awkward they don't know what to say missing but imagine if you have like a KSI or Harry Pinero people with personality because if you look at the uh, uh, the athletes who have transcended sport like Usain Bolt's like they were that rare breed of like they were social had personality and were amazing. I think that's like the perfect storm, and we've had a few athletes, and that's why they, you know, mm. LeBron's, all these little athletes that transcend sport because they have that perfect storm. So maybe brands are just gonna be like, you know what? But I'm gonna find a story and I'm gonna bro, make it.
0: Bro, Logan Paul had an exhibition match with Mayweather, Floyd Money Mayweather, bro. Just, just greatest of all time, like just arguably, like that. deep it. That's how mad it is. Do you know What I'm saying, like that, is actually how crazy this thing is, and your point you're making is so true because it's like, yeah, these these guys are in front of your in front of the next generation. People look up to them. and Brands with us to drop her, or whatever, on them. It's like, yeah, go out, go make some money. Like, there's gonna be so many different avenues for sports to 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 kind of um, pivot and make peace. I think like there's gonna be like the exhibition route. There's gonna be the professional route. There's even gonna be money in the amateur game. You're looking at people like um, the SE Dons and like YouTube, yeah, YouTube football, football like, right? amateur football, that's going to start making money through the digitalization of playing yes. and watching these things on YouTube. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, there's a lot of revenue that's going to be happening in sports. Brands are going to go down there. They're going to put their money into there. I think we said it before. Imagine uh, SE Dons ends up like becoming a professional side. Like... People go and watch them at five aside, and they get crowds of two hundred people.
2: You you know what? We need to. It's mad. We need to lock off this episode because we're we're making way too much sense right now. Yeah, yeah. To start start our own team, start everything up right now. Hide the equipment. Hide the equipment. Lock it up. I'm thinking like, right? We
0: actually giving away some gems today, you know, bro. No, but on the real, bro.
1: Honestly, honestly the reason the reason i wanted to have this conversation with you man is because like we've had that we've had the we've had yeah, them in pockets yeah, yeah, but yeah. we haven't really had like a holistic convo and obviously like with the olympics kicking off it's given it a good platform for us to actually mm. finally have this convo so bro like that's why i kind of just kicked back for most of it cuz i'm just hearing you man talk and i'm like you guys are making a <laughs> lot of
2: fucking we, we need that. we need to have a combo after um, this combo innit? what's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the what, what, what What you mean, yeah, after dark? What's the (laughs) the embargo on this episode? (laughs) 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 We've got got a week to make a super team.
0: (laughs) We need what's the the paywall thing that we need so people can hear these conversations after? Uh, I don't know what it's called, man. Patreon. Patreon. (laughs) I've been (laughs) saying (laughs) OnlyFans. You do OnlyFans, you do. Ah.
2: (laughs) Revelations. No, for what? audio. Not video <laughs> Yeah, you Just can do fans. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up, man. Let's wrap this up. <laughs>
1: Chat,
0: no. Don't know what's about to happen oh, after this, girl, about to get saucy. But on a real though, you've been listening to the Out of Home podcast, the best podcast in the fucking world, with my boys. Quam, 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 with the from. Quim, Quim, quam, quams. Quam, quams. Pastor and brother Steve. Low down, yeah. And South London Key. you don't know, enjoy your week, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Join the team. Hey, hey. you lot. Hey. You lot and the boys are crazy. Hey, come on. Planning
3: for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more